Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Yellow Ribbon Podcast, sponsored by Brellis Recruitment. We had, we'd spoken, I think at the start of December, Harley, like the two of us, about planning our next sort of like two, three months worth of, of pods. We'd, we'd kind of penciled out deadline day evening in case it was going to be a busy day. And we thought about recording at 11 p.m. There's no need. There's no need at all. It's it's been a staple of um I say as I say this podcast, but you know this podcast didn't exist back then. But it's been a staple of uh, what me and you do is that we've uh, we've always been you know producing content for deadline day. But I think we both kind of agreed going into the beginning of this week, there was really just no point, so we just didn't bother. No, it was. The, I mean, we got wind early in the week that, you know, don't expect anything, um, which kind of was enough for us to go, OK, we'll we'll make sure that we don't record at sort of 11 or midnight on a, on a Thursday. We'll wait. Um, and we're recording this on Saturday morning um, as, a, as a lovely, it's a different time for us recording. So we apologise if Harley sounds a bit asleep because he doesn't do mornings. No, I don't. But um, I got up about half an hour ago, but I have had a shower. Um, but for anyone who, um, if anyone has seen these videos before, I wear a headset and uh, my hair's still a bit wet. So um, I've ruined my hair for the rest of the day. Yeah, well, you know, big Saturday night out at, at uni is going to be ruined now. Yeah, yeah, sadly. We, uh, we've got sort of two questions and then Harley has got a section that he's come up with and i'm not going to give what that is away until until we get there but the two questions i want to answer first are one regarding the tweet that we put out a, a couple of days ago where we said in december benjamin boycott said and this was in the the kind of club update video that happened uh, early december when sort of Walsall's form wasn't wasn't particularly good he said and i quote we at Travella are preparing to step up to invest capital into the football club to strengthen in january in a meaningful way and we put our question is have they and before we read the results out harley what do you think have Travella invested capital to strengthen in january i mean we've bought a player for an undisclosed fee so if we're going purely off facts then yes if you're going if you're looking at it a little bit less statistically i suppose then i'd say maybe i mean i don't think we've broke the bank but i also think that we've recruited sensibly and future-proofed and i don't think you can ask a lot more to be honest yeah, I think it's that it's the future proofing that that has sort of impressed me about this window. Um, I mean, we'll go through the full list of of ins and outs shortly, but we've I, I feel like we've been it's been a targeted January uh, where we've we've kind of had more of a, a specific we want to recruit in these areas rather than what sometimes in the past in January has felt like panic and it's all happened late in the window. And you 
possibly what it's been, but it has been the the fact that business was done early and in the middle of the window rather than at the end that has been why fans have kind of been a bit it's sort of January came and went type of thing. Yeah, and I think the fact the probably the thing that people their sticking point will be is that we all agree as a fan base pretty collectively is that the main area to recruit was right wing back and we haven't but I don't think that's an oversight I think that's a conscious decision on Sadler's part and whether it you know works or it doesn't work whether he you know is right in believing in the two wing backs he's well, three if you want to count Riley you know the wing backs he's got I think time will tell but I think that is where people are you know looking at it and going this could have been better yeah I mean as far as we understand we at no point were in for Hutton who was obviously the, the main name that was linked we we didn't hear any other rumours about right wing backs and like you said I think that's not a we've missed out on players left right and centre for the for that that specific position I I agree with you I think it is a a conscious effort by Sadler to go these are my right wing backs um but yeah I, I obviously the the last deal that was done was was jealous from from Tamworth I think a good a good little bit of business um I imagine like Harry Williams the fee won't have been particularly excessive I feel that it will be similar to us selling our players when the fee itself won't be that large but the sell-on fees and and other stuff attached to it probably will what I what I do think is possibly the area that and I've seen it mentioned on on Twitter is the retention I know we spoke a lot about Gordon but Tying down Liam Gordon and Jack Earring, I think, is two good bits of business. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that Gordon especially, because I think everyone, including us two, expected Gordon to be on his way at the end of the season because he's probably a bit too good for this division. And I think we all expected him to move on. And Earring has been a... I'd say it's been a welcome surprise because no one knew what Jack Earing was going to come back because yeah. we, we've we've known since day one that he's a bowler. You know, he's always had that you know ability to beat a man, you know, receive the ball on the half turn, you know, play a tidy pass. But he's had an ACL injury and I think I can't remember what his other injury was. Might have even been two ACLs. Um, you don't know who's going what type of player is going to come back. And thankfully, the club have looked at it. They've seen that, I think they've given him enough time to get fit and actually get fit, match fit. And I think he's come back possibly a better player than he went injured. And I think he's someone that we can take into next season now. Yeah, and I think he also, what's impressive is he certainly fits the system, which... Is, I mean, I know Sadler obviously coached him and knows what he's like as a player, but I don't think for a second Sadler's gone, right, I need to build my squad around this player coming back. Because like you said, it's 
you don't know what he's going to be like. But I think in terms of, of kind of, oh, that's me hitting the table. In terms of people's, I think retention is, is key for this January. We, we've only lost one player that obviously is detrimental. And we all knew he was going to go anyway. But what are your what are your thoughts on obviously now we spoke in depth last pod about uh, Josh Gordon with Mo Farr coming in as well. I think we've got all bases covered at top, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Mo Farr is probably the big one. I think that I mean I said it right at the beginning of January, possibly the end of December, that for me it was key to replace Freddie Draper's profile. And albeit, you know, we haven't seen a lot of foul yet. We've only seen a time recording one game, I believe, he's played in. So we don't know exactly what he's going to bring, but we've got a good idea from Doncaster and basing it off that one game, I think against Sutton, was it? Yeah. Um, That, you know, he looks like he, he can do a similar sort of job to Draper and that's just what we need. So I think that we're, I think we're massively up in where we need to be in the striker department. You know, he's, I think he's nailed it. Yeah, I mean, Ball obviously it was it kind of Sadler alluded to the fact that he's someone that, that had been targeted for a while and not just sort of this this uh, window. I do wonder whether potentially we're paying, uh, I say, a slight portion. Obviously, you expect from a Prem and Championship club loaning players out the bulk of the wages will be paid by the parent club. Given West Brom's financial issues at the moment, it wouldn't surprise me if we're chipping in maybe a little bit more for Files' wages than than maybe if we'd have got him or a similar player from West Brom a couple of seasons ago before their financial problems. But I don't mind that. I think he's shown he can do it in League Two because he has done the first half of the season. It's just now getting him integrated into what we do and making sure that he can kind of hit the ground running. So with that in mind, what is your answer to the question of have Travella gone by their their statement? Um, yes, I think they have. I think it, I'm not massively going to say that they back the club in a huge and significant way, but I think that if we're being realistic, they've done what they needed to. They've recruited in the right areas, albeit a wing back, but we've touched on that. And a lot of it will come down to the contracts that we've got players under, you know, getting Gordon and Earring signed up. And also something we haven't spoken about is Evan Weir. That's another person we've brought in and future-proofing yeah. again because he'll be with us next season. Yeah, I can't I can't moan at what they've done, to be honest. No, and I think, you know, we've got we've got Weir in. I'm glad he's gone back because I think obviously when we, we spoke to Dave, the idea of having him play consistently for six months will be good. Uh, I think Adig Boyega looks like he will fit in when when needed. 
I'm I'm on the unsure side of things. The reason being because, yes, I do think we've future-proofed and we've added a bit of depth in areas. However, that kind of, that comment about significant capital, let me get, let me make sure I'm quoting it right, invest capital into the football club to strengthen in January in a meaningful way. I was sort of expecting, I don't want to say a marquee signing, but a signing of some sort that was, you know, not a loanee or, or plucked from non-league. And I think that's the only the only bit that I'm going. It it was sort of made out that I say the war chest was opening. It was obviously not going to be a war chest that was opening, but that that there was going to be some capital freed up to maybe poach a, a good League Two player from another squad. But it might have only been one. But but yeah, that's that's my only potential. But that being said. We I kind of want to just, as we mentioned, earring a little while ago, we've got the likes of Tierney, who's been on the sidelines for a while. We've got obviously Ote, who's been out for a while. And the same with Riley. Do you think the club have learned from the way they brought earring back into the fold that the players that are coming back now will be fit and raring to go, where perhaps maybe three, four months ago it was a case of we need bodies? Yeah, I think that any player with a long-term injury that we've had this season, we can treat them as essentially kind of new players. and We don't have to rush them back through the door. We can give them a little bit more time. And I think we've learned that from hearing that if we give the players the time to get fit, they'll come back better players. I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know who's still injured and who we have to come back. It's I think Sturk's up there, I think Ote. I mean, the likes of them, they can f- just drop back into the squad seamlessly and offer something different. You know, TNA, I'm not sure what. He's, is he still injured? I think he might be. I, th- I think, um, I think they're all due to, they're all returning. I think obviously yeah. DJ and Harry Williams are the only longer term ones now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it starts to strengthen the bench. Yes, yeah. And I think just having a good bench after what we saw might have been the Southampton game. Might yeah, have been that, was, that was around that period where yeah. we just we had like I think it was two wing backs, two centre halves and a youth team striker on the bench. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a pretty pretty grim yeah. bench. Yeah. Now that we've actually got options off the bench again, or we will do in the kind of coming kind of weeks, I think that we're in a stronger position to move forward. But that's what it's going to be all about. The rest of the season is moving forward as a club. And before we move on to your your section, this mystery section, what's what's your view on sort of January as a as a whole in comparison to other years? famously also have terrible January transfer windows. I know obviously you can't judge it right now because there's still like obviously half the season to go and we tend to look back retrospectively on it. But as a whole, what's your your kind of view on it? Well, I'll be honest, last time I got, last year, 
I, like many Warsaw fans, was stung because I believed that Michael Flynn had nailed it. I mean, how could he have not as well? He brought in Matt, Matty Stevens and Jamil Matt, the like, infamous Forest Green duo. Can't remember who else we brought in, but there were some good players we brought in. And I was like, this is it. Doesn't get better than this. <laughs> and none of them have gone on to do anything particularly meaningful at the club. Most all, of them aren't even all here. since. Yeah, like, all since. I, the players that we had last last sort of January window. I mean, Stevens is not being particularly great at Forest Green, but... I think Wilmot, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know. No, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. So, I am I'm a bit worried that, you know, that will happen again because it is Warsaw, but if I'm judging it off what I believe right now, I think... This could be maybe not the sexiest, but certainly the most sensible win tran- January transfer window, if I can spit my words out. There we go. <laughs> that we've that we've had in probably five years. For me, looking at the the obviously the net, like the loss of Draper, we were never going to get another Freddie Draper in, and we weren't going to get someone better than Freddie Draper because. they don't exist at our level what I would say is we obviously Farland and Flash have got work to do to hit what Draper hit but I think generally it's been a good window I think like you said we've future proofed a bit we've got a couple of loanies in who I'm, I'm happy about and yeah, I think I think generally we've kind of it, everything stayed very similar, very level, which is a good thing for me. Just before we do move on, thoughts on many essay and Maya going out on loan? Uh, many essay, I think that's probably is he out of contracts at the end of the season? I think he's still got a season left. I think that might well be a case of get him some minutes and try and get a fee for him in the summer. Yeah. Because even if it's like 10K or something, you'd take it, any sort of fee. You know, it's one of those, it reminds me a lot of, and this is a, a very odd comparison, but Jaden Sancho, send him, send him <laughs> away. Send him away to get him minutes to show that he's actually a footballer. So when he comes back in the summer, you can either use him or someone will buy him because he's been and played football elsewhere. And Mayer, yeah, I think it's a bit of a weird one. I didn't really want to see him go back to Russell purely because it feels a bit pointless. But I get, I get why we did it because at the time we needed the bodies back. But I would have liked to have seen him on somewhere else, maybe Jordan, just somewhere that can teach him something different. But I yeah, think- I think. Yeah, I, I did. I did think that he may end up at Drawder, but he did so well at Rushall, and we—I mean, I, I had no uh, issue with him being recalled when he did because we need the we needed yeah. depth at the time. And but I think the fact that he will be 
still training with Walsall is the is the bonus. He'll kind of split his week, but be playing regular football there. I'm not I'm not against it at all. I, I perhaps would have liked to have seen him go into the National League rather than National League North, perhaps to like a Kidderminster, but they, it, that's us cherry picking where he goes rather than the club being being more interested in in him. So I think I'm glad he'll get game time. Um, and the same with many SA, you know, he wasn't going to get game time with us. With Even with sort of Williams uh, injured, I, I think he's probably even behind Taylor Allen at centre-back now. Yeah. And you kind of go, yeah. Obviously, there's the, the setback three. Um, obviously, sorry, McKenzie, you know, we were talking about players who are out for the season. McKenzie's out for the season. Adig Boyega in. I think probably Allen would be the one that slots in at, at centre back before many essay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of not a good sign, right? Are you ready for your your section? Do you want to explain to our lovely listeners what you've got in store? Yes. So I've had this idea because um, I want to bring in 2024 a bit of fun content to the pod. Every now and then I'm going to come <laughs> up with something that, uh, you know, it's not, it's news values. It has very little to none, but that's fine because I think you're all going to enjoy this. Me and Rob are certainly going to enjoy this. Oh yeah. There are many, many names on this list. I was just counting up as Rob was talking. Firstly, and, um, sorry. The reason that this is coming now We'd planned this for a potential like mid-Feb, late-Feb pod. But because of how quiet deadline day was, we were like, right, it's go time, Harley. Yeah, so we needed something. Uh, there are about 70 to 80 names on this list. So we're going to ra- we're gonna have to rattle through a, f- a few yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, now, just for everyone you know, in the comments who's listening to this, I've done my best to get every name on the list. Some of them I have left out because, I'll be honest, they were a bit irrelevant and they just didn't. You haven't actually worked. explained what it is yet. No, I'm I'm just I'm just. Oh, you, are you building up? Okay. I'm building up. So there are some names I've left out. So if there's a massive name I've left out, do let us know. But if it's not a massive name, I've probably left it out because to me they're irrelevant. So and we we remember from your your no memory of Josh Gordon <laughs> what your standard of relevance is. Yes, bang on. So this list, wonderful listeners, is every single player who has played for us in League Two since being relegated. And obviously that's the most recent relegation, not the one many many years ago. Right, so listeners. Put the kettle on, put your feet up. If you're driving, don't put your feet up. You know, maybe have a maybe a snack, a sandwich, some crisps, and just relax (laughs) and play along if you want to. Because here's every player who's played for us in League Two. Rob, are you ready for number one? Well, are you going to explain what we're doing with every player in League Two? Yeah. So we're ranking them one to ten based on how well we think they've played for the club. And then at the the end, we're going to come up with a top five best and worst players who've played for us in League Two since being relegated. Now, the way I'm going to do it is it's chronologically 
but it's position by position as well. So it'll start with the 1920 season and it'll go goalkeeper to striker. Cool. So right. number and we, so we're we, agreeing on these. We are we yes. coming up with our, our podcast yeah. views. Yes, but we're going to have to rattle through a few of them, but there will be ones that will require no time at all to speak about. <laughs> number one, Jack Rose. Oh, I actually forgot he was with us in league. Yeah, of course he was. Of course yeah, he was. I'm, I would give him a six out of ten. Personally. Yeah, I was going to go with about five. Are we going halves, by the way? Yeah, we can go halves, I think. Okay. Well, that's a nice, easy five and a half then. Yeah, five I and a half. I think for me, he was just... Didn't really get a chance as much. Did all right when he came in. Now, this, this next player has bizarrely gone on to have an all right career. Liam Roberts. The one people love to hate. Yeah, uh, this this one might re- require a little bit of conversation. Yeah, I think it might do because at times he was a very, very good goalkeeper and at other times he was horrific. So where do you put him? I think my way of doing this is you'd get a handful of games that were sort of a good seven, eight out of ten. But then you'd get a good few that are two threes out of ten. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm going to give him exactly the same as Jack Rose. I'm going to go with five and a half. I can back that. I can back it. Because now, like you said, we're not we're not going for on their day. We're going for their time. No. And this is going to be a brutal list. Yeah, we're not going to pull any punches here. No. The next one. Now, this is a difficult one because this person just happens to be the current manager. But we are only basing it (laughs) off when he played for us and not the first time he played for us, the second time. I'm trying to think how many games he played for us in League Two. Not very many. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) I mean, Matt I feel like Sadler, we could be if you are listening, here. I think had he started to go into coaching at this point? He, yes, but he did play a few games. I would give him because he's the manager a six out of ten. Because I'm yeah, I nice. think yeah, I think I think we knew age wasn't on his side at that point. Yeah, but still gave his all, and, and we'll go with his think, influence as well. Yeah, I think he was all right as well. I think he was solid enough for. I remember him playing a few times, and he wasn't he wasn't dreadful. He wasn't Russell Martin, who we'll get on to later. <laughs> Actually, no, we won't. He didn't even play for us in League Two. No, no, and I, we haven't got time for that. No, no, no. Right, six out of ten for Matt Sadler. Next one. Now this one is borderline irrelevant, but I put him in anyway. Gary Liddell. Oh, that's that's got to be like a a two. I was going to say a two because he was dreadful. Yeah, I, I mean, think you know it's not great when you rock up at Walsall, play a bit, get dropped, and then loaned out in January. Like yeah. that's that's kind of not a good look. No, a two out of ten for Gary Little. Next one, controversial club Ooh. captain of the first season we got sent down James Clark now I actually quite liked him to be honest with yeah you. I, I did he was, good. he was good with the dark arts you know I, I liked him I 
back a seven out of ten for James Clark. I think he was actually all right. I was going to go six. So six point five. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. Now this one is actually one of my favourite kind of players that we've had in recent years because I thought he was just unreal. Zach Jules. Oh yeah. Do you know what he? I I, I was gutted when he went because he. I think he started really off. Was it that he started off and he wasn't fully fit, and then as soon as we put him on that the left back position, he thrived. Yeah, because he was a so unit good. in both boxes, and he was actually like very good on the ball. Yeah, I think COVID was the reason we sold him, and that it was it was him and Adebayo went at about the same time, and I was very sad because I honestly I, like they were two of my favourite players. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to say that. Wait, Matt Sadler made 32 appearances in that season. Did he? To, oh, total, but total. I mean, in that a, season. a lot, Jeez. a lot coming off the bench. I imagine for the yeah. last five minutes, but yeah. Sorry. Fair play to him. Um, Sorry, Jules. Matt. Seven and a half. Yeah, I can. I was going to say a seven. Because the, the reason was... I'll say a seven is because he was awesome, but he just wasn't with us long enough. But then with that, what are we going to do with, when we get to Liam Bennett? Look, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it because we've got a while yet. <laughs> okay, I'll right. compromise on a seven then. Okay, a seven. I think he's better than a seven, but we'll. We'll tell that to his agent. Mm. Right. Um, next one, Dan Scar. Oh, Dan I Scar. like Dan Scar. Oh, I was a big Dan Scar fan, so this probably is going to skew my my judgment on this. Yeah. See, I also I also love Dan Scar. He was one of my and I keep I say this about every player apparently, but he was like one of my favourites. Dan Scar was, and probably the only good player Dean Keats bought. That's a that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I can on, easily you, back an you, eight. You fought, uh, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, eight. Now, this next one, and apologies to him, but it all, it very nearly made it in the irrelevant category, and it's Tom Leak, because he didn't really play that much. Oh, I, I think that's a bit harsh to, to include him into this list. The, yeah... I don't think he really played that much, so I'm going to say that, that that's unfair to judge. Should we give him as an NA? Yes. Yes. Now, do you know what? Daryl Clark, fair play to him. Brought in a lot of good players. N- another absolute baller. This guy was mustard. Campering. Yeah, that's... That, that, I'm going seven and a half, eight for that, for him. I could back an eight there. Because he okay. was really good. He was so good. And I think as well, it shows that he's ha- like been consistently playing higher up. Yes. Right, I'm just going to double check on this next one. Yes, so this guy... Now, there were, there were a lot of good expectations about this guy. And as far as I'm aware, his spell with us went so badly that he retired after it. And this is Shea Facey. Yeah, I mean, I remember at the time thinking this is a good signing. 
he yeah, came with a bit of promise. And, but I think, didn't he have fitness issues? and He just wasn't very good. I think he might have had fit, fitness issues, but he also just was crap, to be honest. Yeah, he's... Um, I mean, I'd give four. him a four. Yeah, four. Yeah. Sorry, Shay. We've um, we've touched on it a little bit today, but Joe, folks. Oh, I don't. I uh, I suppose we we're doing it not based on that season. We're doing it on there. No, no, it's it's their, their entire time. time at the club. So like later down the list, I've got Liam Kinsella. It's not about his season. Yeah. Um, about um, how he's played. It's about the entire time he's been at the club. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Young Joe, I could I could give him because I've I, not I think... seen enough of him to say anything bad. What were you going for? Sorry. A six. Okay. I was going to be a little bit harsher. I was going to go with a five because I think there's promise, but we've also seen that there's been games where as a young player that he struggles. That's not, I, and that's not a criticism of him. But I'm happy to meet you halfway. Yeah. 5.5. Another controversial one. I actually thought he was pretty good. Uh, Cameron Norman, obviously now at MK Dons. Yeah. Can't really defend, but going forward, he was very good. I liked him. My question is, and to this, would you take him in the right wing back role at this present moment? I actually would. I think I think he was, I thought he was good. He gets a lot of hate though, which I don't massively get because I thought he was pretty solid. But, you know, that's just my take. I mean, I could give him a 6.5. Joe, I'll okay. meet you with a six. I'll meet you with okay. a six. Now, this one, I feel like this this one should be possibly the highest one on the entire list. Oh, Liam Kinsella. I mean, I yeah. give him a nine. Oh, okay. I was gonna go eight, eight and a half. So yeah, I could, I could, I can drop down to an eight and a half. I can meet you there because the- I think Liam. The only thing that holds him back for me is his last season. He was struggling a bit. And I yeah, think and I, catching up with him. Yeah, I think almost he... I mean, and this isn't a criticism. He did like a couple of things really well. And yeah. that was energy and winning the ball back. But I think I, I, I'm tempted by an 8.5 rather than a 9 because he didn't have the goals and assists output but then he was top of like the running charts and the, the and kind of he was one of our own as well I think that and he was one of our own I'll, I'll leave it to you whether you go for the eight and a half or the nine I'll go for the eight and a half because I feel okay. like there are he does have drawbacks but I do love him mm-hmm. I'm going to skip over this next one because I actually think I've wrote him down but I do think he's irrelevant and that's Nathan Sharon so we're going to skip over him Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also, playing all right at Oldham Athletic now. Who knows? Okay. Um, next one is Danny Guthrie. Came with a the bit general. of clout, did Yeah, came with a bit of clout. He played a few decent games, but then played pretty awfully as well. Three and a half. Yeah, I can back that, absolutely. What were you thinking? Oh, I was going to your... say, I was going to say somewhere in the region of a four. Yeah, I think, so I think for me, the other, my my other gripe with him was that he would have been so much better if he could have just kept himself a bit fitter. Yes. Um, speaking of, 
potentially the best beard in football? Stuart Sinclair. Um, I think a five is what I'd say for Stuart. Yeah. He seemed like a lovely bloke. He had a great chance, you know, and on his day he was okay. He was steady, but, you know, he wasn't that good. I think he was too similar to uh, what Kinsella brought to the team. Yes, yeah. And I think that was the problem in that that 3-5-2, was that when you've got two centre-mids who are both ball winners. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say a five for Stu. Yeah, I liked him. Lovely bloke. Yeah. Lovely bloke gets a five. Um, Sam Perry. Had a tricky good games. Yes. Some, and he played very well against Port Vale a couple of seasons ago. But I feel like he's... I don't know what happened to Sam Perry. He just fell off a cliff. Because he was he was very promising. You know, he played some games where I thought, this guy, this guy's got it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think Sam, I'd probably say a four to be honest. Maybe being a bit harsh, but I feel like no, he just didn't I, live up I to agree. Potential. I think I no, I'm I'll I'll agree with you on that one. There's one and on the list that I forgot we've got. If we're um we're talking about failed potential, Alfie Bates is in the same conversation with his van. I'd be tempted to go a three <laughs> with Alfie because I think he was he wasn't even as good as Sam, to be honest. I'd have I'd have given them both a four, but I think I might be giving the van one of that four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what? For the van, I'll, I'll give him half a point. Should we go three and a half? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> now this 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 next guy, I always thought he had a bit about him, but never really got going. James Hardy. This is the one that I just I've got the like the the list of that season up, and I was like, who was he on loan from? And there it is that he wasn't. He was actually ours. Um. Yeah. I can't. It's just too lightweight, I think. Yeah. But I think the problem was we had him and Holden, both of which yeah. struggled in that, that season. Yes. Um, Hardy, I'd probably go for a two. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Who Actually, who did he score his goal against? Didn't he score a bicycle kick? Mate, I don't know. This is this is random. I mean, the fact that he now plays for Ashton United kind of sums it up a bit. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is going back into the archives. This is yeah. You you keep going. I'm going to look at what game okay. it was because I'm I'm sure I don't know whether he like scuffed it. It was early on in the season. It was a goal against Forest Green, our first home game of the season. Hmm. Um, next one didn't really feature for us. Yeah, he's borderline whether he's on this list or not. Gone on to do okay, Accrington, Jack Nolan. I I liked him. I thought uh, he wasn't given enough of an opportunity because I think he we would we needed wingers because we didn't really yeah. have them. He was a winger and wasn't played. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't really know what to say because I do think he was a good player. I just don't think he did particularly well with the opportunities he was given. So I'm probably going to go for like a four and a half. Maybe. Four and a half. I'll back that. Next one is, um, it's a tricky one, is Rory Holden. Because the first time Rory was with us, he was he was class. And then we signed him permanently. And 
he got injured and was just dreadful. Well, no, he started off terribly, actually. He started off, the first few months were awful. He then found some form. Yeah. I think he was moved more central, perhaps. And then was... that's when we signed him permanently after a good run. Yeah. But he, he there started There was one badly. point where he was really good. He was really, really good. And then... Yeah, that first, that first couple of months, though, the first like three or four months was, was not yeah. great. Mm. Um. But then again, I think the whole team was just new, which didn't help. I'm I'm going to go. Again, he had some shockers, but he had some really good days. But then I I will, and I know this isn't what we're judging it on. I will not get over the way he left the club. No. So I'm going to go with a five. I mean, yeah, I'll back a five. I was going to say a four and a half. I Next think purely one. because of some of the games that he had where he just dictated. Yeah. Next one, I thought this guy had a bit about him. I think he was a victim of us falling apart. Wes McDonald, I thought he was quite silky, could beat a band to the byline. He had a great relationship with uh, Atabayo as well. Yeah, I, I, I was at the game. I remember the game where he scored against Crawley, where he was on the wing and like ran down, cut past like two or three people, and yeah. absolutely. Pinged it, just an unbelievable goal. Um, that being said, he was a victim of, like you said, not kind of the way we were at the time, but also just generally holding the ball far too long. Yes, I'd say a five out of ten for Wes. Yeah, I think I think kind of that averages out his really good days with his yeah. not so good days. Now this could be the first zero in my opinion. <laughs> I, I um, don't even know who we're going for here. Are we going for Elijah Adebayo? I'm joking. I'm joking. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's in the same vein. Uh, it's a striker, uh, but it's Rory Gaffney. I think he deserves a zero because he was dreadful. He was dreadful. I've I remember his first worse. game, and we'd been struggling going forward. And his first game, I thought his hold-up play was all right. And I thought, when once this guy gets fit, because he hadn't, I think he signed. He didn't sign. He didn't have pre-season with us, from my memory. No. And I thought, once this guy gets up to speed, he's going to be all right. And then, and then he seems to just go downhill from there. And I thought, <laughs> you can't have your best game as the one where people are going right. Okay, once he gets fit, it'll be all. Yeah. It'll be all right. That can't be the benchmark. So yeah. I, I, I can't argue that case. I mean, I, I'm going to give him on it. You're happy with a zero? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one, another, you know, trap striker. This guy just couldn't hit a barn door, apart from he had like one run of about three games where he just kept scoring early on. Uh, always struggled to how to say his name as well. Keelan uh, Lavery. Keelan Lavery, yeah. He had one was... goal where he scored within like 30 seconds against Stevenage. Yeah, yeah. But I also remember a game, we, it was Crew away, uh, and I think it was, was it the first year we went down? I think it might have been. And, or the, yeah, it must have been. And he just couldn't score anything. He was so bad. And it, look, I know Crew's a bogey team, but the chances this guy had that he missed 
were unforgivable. Like, I've never I'm... seen a striker worse at striking. If Gaffney was a zero, Lavery is like a two, purely because yeah. he actually scored. Yes, he did. Yeah. I, I, this may have been because I signed him on. This is on the, like this is how I judge players. I had him on Football Manager when I was when I was younger, and it was before we signed for him. So when he came in, I was like, "Great, this guy's all right." Purely based on Football Manager and what I've been able to get out of him as a, a an unbelievable Football Manager that I am. And it, I think he started okay, and it just. Like you said, he'd, he'd kind of get to the point where you're like, you need to be dropped. And then yeah, he'd score there's... like two or three in a row. And you'd be like, oh, actually, you, you're on some form now. And then it'd dip and then it'd come back. And... Yeah, Warsaw yeah. has this strange thing where we seem to, I don't know what the opposite word of develop is, but that's what we seem to do with players. <laughs> we seem to take a player who's all right and make them worse, like, if they can score goals, we make it so that they they can't score goals. Or if they, if they could pass, they now can't pass. Do you know what the mental thing is? He he scored four in the league that season. But he scored ten overall. He scored two in the trophy, two in the FA Cup, two in the EFL Cup. Did he? That's mental. I think he's filling in his own Wikipedia, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, he did score. His two goals in the FA Cup came against Darlington and then again Darlington in the replay. So that's some <laughs> kind of, <laughs> Right, next one. Uh, someone we've touched on recently. Oh, he scored six Josh. the following season. I don't remember him scoring that many. No. Josh Gordon. Now, mm. we're not going to count him coming back now because he hasn't actually played yet. Or he's played like five minutes. I think he played a few minutes against Stockport. So uh, we're going to go. Are we doing his League Two only, or are we doing? Lee, um, we'll do overall. Overall, so the time he spent at the club. Um, Say, so um, give him a five if if I'm brain it. I need to have a look at what he scored in that time. So just give me a moment, which I think shows shows the level he was at that I can't remember. Yeah, and this is infamously the guy who. I have no memory of. Like I knew, I know, yeah. I remember him playing for us. I just don't remember anything actually happening on the pitch with him involved. He scored. He scored nine in thirty-four league games, and then got the hat trick in the uh, trophy. Look, I just, I just always thought he was a bit crap, in my opinion. I'm, I'm going to say about five. Yeah, you will probably go lower. I, I was going to go a five. Okay, all right. Just middle of the road. Now, this guy has uh, just got a Premier League hat trick yeah, and um, will will be close to everyone's heart. So, of course, yeah. Elijah Adebayo. Got to be an, an... I was going to say a nine, but that might be too generous. I think it is because his first season wasn't great. No, he was awful. He couldn't. I remember he just couldn't hit a barn door, and then he came back from pre-season the next year, and he was just electric. I think I'm going to look at his two seasons and the the actual the the figures behind it. Yeah, I think he scored eight in his first season with us. I can't remember what he got because he went in the January, didn't he? He did, but he had like about thirteen or fourteen goals by January. Yeah, he scored eight. 
in 30 league games, didn't score in any of the cups the first season. And then the second season, he, yeah, he scored 10 in 25 for us. Yeah. I mean, also, can we just, that, that game against Port Vale. What a player. What a player. Which actually was. was his last game for us. Was it? Yeah. He went out with a bang, did that man? Yeah, he did. I think right. the thing is that that's the first season, the first half of the first season, I think was probably about three. Then he yes. went up to about a five or a six for the second half of the season. And then he came back at like a nine. <laughs> yeah. So averaging but, out maybe a seven he and loved, a half. He loved a goal against Port Vale, which is going to push me to an eight. Yeah. I'll back an eight because, you know, what what a player he was. He was unbelievable. Right, that brings us to the end of the 1920 season. So, okay. thankfully, Daryl Clark, he uh, he did a little bit less business than yeah. the next summer. And he started off with a bang, and that was Hayden White. I'll be honest, I hated him. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Right, you, you give your number first. Look, he always wore number two, and I think that, <laughs> that sums up how good he was. So I'm saying a two. Right. Well, I was going to go significantly above a two, um, because I do think that when he fit in that back, I know he had an error in him, but there was a point where him, Manny Month, and Daniels were a solid back three. True, but, and I've. Anyone who's listened to us for a long time will remember me talk about this. Here we go. He's I'm just going to nod off for five minutes while you go on you. He, he's the only player I've seen who every time he's asked to head a ball, it goes directly straight up in the air and straight back down. He can't, he can't head it out of play. He can't head it up the pitch. He can't even head it to a teammate. It goes straight up and nowhere else. Like, who taught this man how to head a ball? I don't know. Right, I... Just to save the listeners having to listen in anymore, I'm going to say that with your two, I'll meet... I'll I'll go for three and a half. That's the lowest I'll go for. Right. We should... I'm going to rattle through these ones now because they're all loans and none of them are that great. So, quick fire round. Okay. Because we're going to end on a belter. For this uh, for this little campaign here, so Max Melbourne go four, four had like a couple of good games, but generally didn't really do much. I think if you come in at that role where we didn't have a left back, and at the end of the season people are going, I'm not really bothered if we don't sign you. Yeah. Now, the guy who, who Max Melbourne replaced, George Nurse, I like six and a half. Yeah, back that. <clears throat> uh, never really understood what this guy was, Frank Vincent. <laughs> no, I completely forgot we had him, so I'm going to go with like a two. I believe he was a, a centre mid maybe from Bournemouth, but he was just crap. <sighs> this guy, Adam George is even worth speaking about. He played one game. No. No. And um, what do we go? Do we are, you, are we agreeing on a two for Frank Vincent? Yeah. Okay. Uh Tyreek Wright. 
was actually all right. I'd give I'd give him a five. Yeah, I would. I think didn't he end up playing right wing back, which I don't think really was yeah. his role. Also, he had like that racial abuse thing that was going on behind the scenes that yeah. I thought he acted really well in. I know that shouldn't affect our view of him, but I thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now this guy, I thought he was crap, but he also scored two goals. I think against Port Vale uh, when we beat them. I think it was four uh, two. Jake Scrimshaw. Oh yeah. He has two. Yeah, I'll give him a point for those two goals he scored against Vale. Um, that was he during COVID, more than that, didn't he? Yeah, but also I, you yeah. skipped over someone here. I won't say who until the end, in case you move on without without them. Okay, yeah, I'm coming back to. I'm. I've got more on the list. Okay. Uh, Scrimshaw. I don't know how many scored overall, but I he's at. Him sorry, he's at Gosport Borough now. Oh my god. Yeah, I think. I think. I think that's about right. He scored four for us. Yeah, two against Vale, and then another against Vale later in the season. Oh. So. Right, next one. And that was for Newport, though. He went on loan to Newport and scored against Vale. Bloody hell. Now this I one, think we can actually a... put him down as a two. What, Jake Scrimshaw? Yeah. Yeah. He That's... only scored, he scored three, two goals for us that season. Right, next one. Now this guy falls under the, I have no recollection of him, so he could be an NA, Jaden Reed. Yeah, I think NA. Yeah. Uh, now, the last of the loans of this season was um, obviously the King. Derek Osayor, could he be the second zero? <laughs> Can we give a minus? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a minus is absolutely No, fair. I think we, we've got to be fair here and give him a zero. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing. Now, the, the only player I've got from this list, other than Hayden White, that wasn't a loan, was Osa DB. There we go. That's the one I thought you'd skipped over. Sorry. Yeah, I was leaving him till last. At, I was leaving till just last. Just looking at Osayor's career, he's had 48 start or played 48 games and scored seven goals. Wow. Like, what? <laughs> War a just, player? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, Osa DB, talk to me. Frustrating. Because there were some games where he was really good, the but they were they were very few and far between. It depends on this one, because I thought he, I also thought he had good games. But if we give him a nice rating, we'll get absolutely shredded on Twitter. <laughs> so, are you ready for a Twitter storm if you give him anything above a four? I'm gonna look at his. Just give me a minute. I want to actually, because I can't, I know there was a spell where he like was undroppable, but that was such a short spell. And I can't really remember how many games it lasted where he was just like chipping in with goals and assists. I mean, he scored three and assisted three in his first season with us. Um, All of which came in the second half of the season, which I think is about right from my memory. Um, but then in his second season, he scored three and assisted eight. Yeah, that's a that. Uh, what really? 
Yeah, I do remember that because he was top assister. Yeah, and then we let it. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, it's not like a Rory Holden where he had like a six month solid spell. He was having games. Yeah. He had like a good couple of games here and there. So I actually think probably three, three and a half is about fair. And also, when so you're, you're centre attacking. When you're centre attacking mid, we shouldn't look and be like, oh, remember that spell at right wing back where you played really well? <laughs> yeah, bang on. Right, I am conscious of time, so we're going to rattle through a few more of these into the 21-22 yeah. season. Starting off with Stephen Ward. Hated him. Absolutely One. hated him. One, yeah. One. Um, now, following in the same sort of vein, there's a, there's a few absolute rotters here, and that's all down to Matt Taylor and his dreadful <laughs> recruitment. <laughs> uh, we might need to get a, a word count on the times I've used dreadful, but you know, look, it's not been a great period for us. Uh, Ash Taylor. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he can fit into the naught to one club. Yeah. Could he be? Look, I feel harsh giving him. Not, you know, I don't feel harsh giving him a zero because he was. I, I think it was Hartlepool where someone. It wasn't even particularly like a good ball or a good run, but someone just ran right around him and by also, the time they were at the, the goal he just turned around I, I also think he probably would have got a one if he wasn't such an arse when he left yeah he was a massive arsehole <laughs> just yeah. the fact that he's so like I mean look at least he's got a belief in his ability yeah he's the only one but oh yeah, never, yeah, yeah but he's, you know like good, good on him yeah, you, and you keep. Yeah, you go back. The power to the, of marketing yourself. Yeah, you go back to the um, Scottish second division, which is equivalent to the Ishmael Premier League, and you know, you can be happy there. So Me. zero for you. Yeah. Also, going to put him in potentially in the zero category. Zach Mills. <laughs> yeah. 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 Zero for him. Oh, but the was... thing is, though, are you saying that Mills was as bad as Mills was? Awful. Was Mills bet worse than Ward? I mean, was anyone worse than Ward? There aren't many, but like Mills was just injured the whole time, and he like played like two games, and he was awful. Yeah, I, I, I think I can that. get on board with it. Yeah. Now, look, probably my favourite player that's played for Warsaw within the last kind of five so years for me. A nine, Manny Month. Love Manny yeah. Month. I'll, I'll let you have that. I know you're a big fan I of Month. Love him. I love him. And he had such a good game. Port Vale away, possibly Matt Taylor's only highlight. And Month, it was nil-nil. And he's made this unbelievable last man tackle. You know, so good. So good. Uh, club captain, currently Donovan Daniels. Could be an eight for me. Oh, I was going to say eight because I think he's had a couple of like non show ups. Yeah, thinking eight's fair. Rolling many essay. I think he gets about a two and a half based on the fact that he had like the loan spell part of it was very good, and then it all went to shit. Yeah, two and a half is kind of very fair. This guy also like I think he's a he's a Jamie Fullerton special. 
Carl Rushworth. Oh. Such a good goalkeeper. I'd say maybe he's up there for a nine. Carl I think a nine. Yeah. I think. I mean, you, you look at the recruitment that season and it was pretty much one way or the other. Yeah, it was. And speaking of one way or the other, uh, Reese Devine on loan. Don't really remember much yeah, of so him. He was, he was a left back who came in in January and um, just didn't really do anything. I mean, I'd give him, I'd give him a three because, you know, he wasn't the worst player I've ever seen. He was okay at Bristol Rovers away, I remember. I'm, I'm happy with that. But yeah. I, I, he's faded into the background yeah. for me. Um, now, do people on this list get extra points for coming on our podcast? <laughs> uh, I feel like one point, a half a point for coming on the pod. Yeah, I think... I, I would give... Joss. It's the fact that you didn't even, I didn't even say his name and you know it's Joss Labadee. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we've only had two who are currently playing. Yeah, and it's not time yet for Liam. No, Look, it's not. I would give him, with his half a point, I would give him a 5.5. Okay, I was going to give him like a four and a half. <laughs> because I think the problem was the yellow cards for me. Yeah, it was the yellow cards. He he did have a couple of really good games. That game against was it against Vale where he had an absolute stormer. Five. We go five. Yeah, I'll give him a five. He gets his half a point there for. So we'll give him a. We'll go a four point five with his half a point. I'm also five. discounting his return, like the last few games, because I, I think he was rushed back. I don't think he was yes. fit at all. Um, I felt like I was vindicated in saying this guy was crap at the time. Uh, when he signed for us, that's Tyree Shade. Thought he was crap when he joined us. He was crap the whole season, and he was crap when he left. And he's um, gone on to be crap at Swindon. Two, two. Um, look, another argument for a zero here. Devante Rodney. <laughs> yeah, again, completely hadn't remembered he existed. Uh, did he ever score? I don't know. He might have scored one goal. I'm gonna. Did he score against? This Rochester, is only maybe? because of. Let me let me look. Was he just because if he did end up scoring for us, he's due half a point based on the fact that Gaffney didn't. Yeah, fair, fair, and that is my fair. that's my benchmark, which shows how did not score for us. Right. When we got him in, and then did we get rid of him straight away? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, sorry, Devante. I know you were injured. I know you were injured, but there's no way I can justify that. Uh, divisive figure, Brendan Kiernan. I'm happy to give him a you know a five. I think he was all right. I think he was a yeah. He was a victim of a changing system, and uh, yeah, I think to be a part of a different one. I. I think he was basically a not so good version of um, uh, Wes McDonald. What did we give yeah, Wes McDonald? He got a five. Because you go for a four for Kiernan? Yeah, sadly. I just think that Wes McDonald offered a bit more. Although Kiernan did chip in with goals here and there. Yeah. 
So maybe a five is fair. I would go for a four. So do you want to meet in the middle? 4.5? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Next one. Forgot he signed this long ago. Jack Earin. Oh. Um, I'm going to, I think because of his injuries and because I also think he was put in a team where, I mean, we've said this repeatedly, where he didn't, he shouldn't have been starting. I think the whole point was to integrate him into, uh, the fact that I think to begin with, he, he had to find his feet. Uh, Kiernan got five goals, five assists, by the way. Okay, not bad. Um, I'm going to say that for Earring, I think he's a seven and a half because I think we're still going to see the best of him. I do think that's a little bit high. I think I was going to go six and a half because I think he's had good spells, but he's been injured too much. Do you want to meet for a seven? We can meet for a seven. Lovely. Um, now, this guy, to this day, is he a striker? Is he, is he a 10? Is he a good footballer? No. Uh, Lee Tomlin? You liked Tomlin. Look, the, I did like Tomlin because he was he was a street footballer. Yeah, he, he could have been part of the F2 freestylers. But he was he was a good footballer. He just wasn't good at football. So like he like he could do things like a footballer. He had all the tricks and stuff, but he actually wasn't very good at football. Like he couldn't apply what he knew how to do in a footballing sense. He wasn't. We didn't have him when he was fit. No, we had him when he was fat. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I mean, if you're a professional footballer, that's the very basic is that you can don't be don't be fat. That, I mean, wow, he only played five games for us. Yeah. Um, okay, I'd give him a two. I'd I given him a one. One, yeah, that's fair. A um, little bit of a cult hero, I think, I can say. Connor Wilkinson. Great. Take lad. out his goal against Newport. What would you have given him? Uh... I like him, but he didn't have anywhere near the goals return that he probably should have had. I'd give him, without that goal at Newport, which is very tricky because I was right behind the goal when that went in. Um, and I think I was on the pitch when that went in. Well, not, <laughs> not, when, it, not when it went in, but after it had gone in, obviously. Um, I'd give him, probably give him a five without the goal at Newport, but that's that's well worth half a point. Yeah, I can I can get on board with that. So I'd say a five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, he scored ten goals for us. Well, he scored a few. I mean, I feel like five and a half is a little bit harsh, but I feel like he just he could have done better if he hadn't been injured. But yeah. Again, though, I think this is a victim of also rushing players back because he was not not yeah. fit enough. No. I'm um, I'm gonna go six because actually that first season. I could I could understand why he wasn't up and running in his yeah. when he came back from injury, and no, I just think that this is something that is the whole thing we've got now with Earring and with other players that we've actually given them the chance to recover. Right, we're we're in the home stretch after these three, so we'll, okay. we'll rattle off these three. Uh, Kieran Phillips, four out of ten for me. Yeah, I can go on board with that. George Miller, 
um, I'd give him a two because he did score some goals, but he missed an extraordinary amount. I and this is this is with my comparison brain on. He cannot have the same as Lavery. Yeah, he's got to have less than Lavery or more. I know he's got to have more. Like he scored, wasn't he our top scorer that season? Somehow, I know. I know you did. I know you're going to dislike this. I know you are. But he scored how many for us? That he scored twelve goals that season. I'd I'd give him a four. Person. Yeah, I I would go four because he because of what he missed, but. He did score a lot of goals. Right, potentially one of Warsaw's most hated players in recent years, Otis Khan. Two, one. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll give him. A, I'll give him a one point five. Right. Again, I mean, more, more. Uh, I think he's moved again this window. So a lot of these players are still at the club now. A lot of them yeah. are not. Um, and I'm going to start off with this guy. I think I'm going to give him a zero. Because he couldn't catch a cold, and that is um, Adam Prizibek or Prizbek. Don't yeah again name. Don't need to forgotten he he existed. So yeah, possibly the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen. Um, if you're listening to this, Adam, sorry, but you just you just weren't very good. No, um, for me, Johnny Brain is the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen. That was uh, that was a dreadful, dreadful time. Owen Evans, give him a. F- Four and a half, I'd say. I was going to go with five, so I can I can get on board with a four and a half. Yeah, I feel like he uh, he did all right last season, and he's just ruined his reputation slightly this year. Yeah, and I think from what we heard, wasn't I think didn't Jackson Smith have flu or something last week, which is why. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Jackson Smith. Six. Yeah, back that. I'm. Um, I like him. I think he has got room to develop, which is. Yeah, but I think he's promising for us. Right, McKenty. Love McKenty. Um, I've I've come a. I've had a bit of a journey with Osh because oh, yeah. originally when we signed him, I um I thought, wow, what a player, and I said to you. You know, on one of our videos, I was like, this guy is going to, you know, he's going to be starting for us, you know, in the not too distant future. And he did. And then he moved into midfield and I was like, this guy's not it. This guy hasn't got it. And now I've gone back on that and I'm back to, I love him. Yeah, I, I, I would have him starting. Yeah. I'd say right now I'd give him, and I feel like this is quite harsh. 6.5. I was going to go seven, so I'm happy for you to decide on a, on I'll either of those. I'll go for a seven, um, partly on the fact that he could definitely beat me up based on what Matt has told us. <laughs> um, Peter Clark. Four. Four, yeah. The fact, I think, the, I know I said earlier about it's not good if you come join us and get loaned out six months later but we know that there were reasons behind that um, and he was exceptional in those first few games of the season yeah and won us the he, game versus Newport 
Yeah, I yeah, I know I I I think a, a four. Yeah. Uh Liam Gordon. I'd be like an eight, surely. Yeah. I'd say an eight point five even. Yeah. Not the thing really is, is game. again, you can see the difference this season of him having a proper preseason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, which is important, and I think it's it's been highlighted in the fact that he had to recover from injury. Uh, Joe Lowe, speaking of not having a bad game, this guy didn't have a good game. In fact, he was all right against Leicester in the FA Cup. I'll give him that. Yeah, three? Um, three. I think three is kind. I'd go, can we settle on a two and a half? I'm happy to settle on two and a half. Uh, look, another guy who gets an extra half a point for coming on the pod, Liam Bennett. Oh, what are you going to say? I would say he's been our best player since getting coming into League Two. Could he? I I could back a nine point five because I think the the point five is the the pod appearance. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with that. Uh, Taylor Allen, I think this is quite a, an easy one. I would give him a four because he's okay, but unspectacular. Yeah. Right. Uh, little duo here. Uh, I think we should probably do these two together because they um, you know, joined at a similar sort of time and had a similar sort of impact. Uh, Robbie Wilnot and Yance uh, Songo. I'm not really sure how to say his name. I'm going to go with Songo. Um, Wilmot. A three, Songo, one and a half. <laughs> That's what I'd go for. Um, yeah, look, yeah, I'll go I'll back got, that. The problem with is Wilmot got injured, so he didn't actually play that much for us. But I felt he was that very good against Stockport in the cup. He was, and I think I felt like he had a good set piece on him. Yes. Uh, Brandon Comley, six for me. Yeah, he's. I think last season he. He struggled this season. He's really kind of found his place and his he, where he fits. And I think give it another six months of him playing the way he is, that could easily go up to a seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I think a six for me now is fair. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I, my love for this man has, um, you know, it's been tested to its absolute limits in uh, recent, you know, months and years. Uh, Joe Riley. I can't give him anything higher than a five based on his performances. If it was based on love, I'd give him a ten. But, uh, yeah. I would have. I name me his best game. Um, Aston Villa pre-season. Okay, that doesn't count. You can't have a pre-season. You can't have a friendly as his best game. But he was unreal that game. But he, he was so good. But it doesn't count for anything. Yeah, fair enough. Um, look, I'll be honest. I don't remember his best game. I'm not sure he's had one. And yet, you still want to give him a five? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, look, I've set off. I don't. I feel like a three's too harsh. All right, well, we'll go four then. Four. Um, you, uh, do you? Who would? You, who do you think's been better for us at Taylor Allen and Riley? I know you don't like that logic. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. But like, I see your point. I see your point. Um, Jacob Maddox, I actually thought he was all right. I thought he was pretty good. Really good game against Wickham. Like, yes. unbelievable game. Really hit and miss. Give a five, I think. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't think he's really done much since leaving. Uh, you tell me whether you want to rate these two or you want to give them an NA. Uh, Mayer and uh, Flynn Clark. Flynn Clark, I think, is an NA. <laughs> Flynn Clark is a definite NA. I, I like not a chance. Um, so has Mayer played enough to rank? No, him? I don't think so. I give him an NA. Mm. Uh, right, taking personal bias out of this one, Isaac Hutchinson. I'll let you decide. <laughs> oh, um, okay. I will. I will be independent of this. He's had games where he's a nine and a ten, but he's had games where he's a four and a five. I could see him at a seven for me. I think he should be a seven and a half. I'll give you a seven and a half. And I think that the, the reason is, and it's the same thing as. Comley, I think if he continues his form for another like six months, that will go up. Yeah. Um, another NA for me. I don't know why I even wrote him down. Uh, Jonas Makuna. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know why he did write him down. No, I don't know. Uh, now, this is a tricky one because um, obviously we are sponsored by Brellis and they also sponsor this player. So, um, you know, how do we want to do that one? So Tom Knowles, because if it was Zoe, she'd give him a 10. I think Matt's a bit more realistic. He'd probably go an eight. I, I still stand by that. I, I think he's playing out of position. Look, I'll which, give him a six for me. I can, I can get on. Yeah, because his best spell has come oh, from partner and DJ in a front two. Yeah. yeah. And he's playing at right wing back. And I just think... You know, you might have the odd good game here and there, but you're you're going to get found out the more that you play there and the more that it's not your position. Right, Dougie, I'd give him a five. I was going to go with a four because I think he yeah. was he's been ineffectual a lot, but he's started to show promise. So I'll meet you halfway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this man, um, basically, I would give him a zero, but he did provide the assist that kick-started our year last year, last season. So I would be willing to give him half a point, and that is Danny Cashman. At least he did, did something. Yeah. And now, look, I'll be completely honest, he scuffed his corner. So it's not a real assist. <laughs> it mean it. He just scuffed it. Because I was actually... I do have a little story on that. I've probably told it before. I was actually leaving, because it was Stockport away... And it was the 88th minute and I was leaving and we had a corner and the corner was right by where you go to get out of the ground. And I thought, you know what? I will stay here just to watch this corner. And Cashman (laughs) took it and he scuffed it into the near post and Williams just happened to be there. We drew 1-1 and, you know, we got better after that. But I don't credit Cashman with anything to do with us getting better. He just flute and assist. Anyway, uh, Danny Johnson. Last season would probably have been a nine. I'd say this season has been a A four or a five. Yeah, so on that basis, do we go for a seven? Yeah, I think a seven's fair. Um, I think this one, Matty Stevens, I can give him a two at best. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jamil Matt. 
probably a four for me. He's just never quite. He's had a couple half decent games, but he's never really done anything. Yeah, I think again signed him when he wasn't fully fit. That's yeah. played a part. He's looked better this season. He's contributed a bit. I think you're probably right with that one. Yeah, a four. Did we say that one? Yeah. Uh, look, this one. Now, I think we signed the wrong brother in this one, to be honest. Potentially, we might not have been able to afford the other one, though. I did. I, he did come down to watch a game, and uh, Tammy did, that is. And I was behind him in the queue to out the basket. Just a little fun fact for you there. Nice. Yeah, not the most interesting story I've got, but it is one of them. <laughs> uh, Timmy Abraham. It's got to be in the ones and twos sort of category. I quite, I think he's quite a sweet boy, so I'll give him a 1.5. <laughs> it seems nice. Yeah, Just, I mean, got loaned out after six months after not playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy Williams. We can have very different views on this. I'd go for like a three. Look, I thought that Andy was exactly what we needed for someone just to come off the bench and offer a bit of height so i but i don't think he was that good so look, i'd give him a four and a four and a half maybe but i'll meet you for a 3.5 okay right now this really is the home stretch because we were on to this season here we go so some of these that i think it's too early to say yeah but um so i might well, at the very end, we'll go down to this transfer window. We can discuss the newest players, but I will stick to the summer for now. Uh, yep. Priestley, Farkson. I think it's I'd say seven, a solid I think. seven. Yeah. Um, probably would have been higher if I think if we're seeing the best of him now. He's fully fit, and I know we've said that for quite a few players, but yeah, I'd go. I'd go for a solid seven. Yeah. Uh, Harry Williams been a four so far for me yeah i mean had a couple of good games was really thrown in and i think the fact that he dealt with it all right is credit to him um had which game was it the three i mean he had an unbelievable game can't remember which one it was now no, no. but i remember he was it, it was was it three one away at bradford I don't remember playing Bradford this season, in all honesty. Um, I mean, you can research that. Yeah, for, well. me, for me, I'm, <clears throat> for me, sorry, I am saying um, three and a half to four is the best I can give him because I haven't actually seen him do anything particularly good yet. But I do four. believe he'll come get a we'll go four. Four. Um, Chris Hussey. Yeah, three one away at Bradford. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hussey talks to me about Chris. Uh, only thing alert. I can remember him doing is the is the goal against Wrexham. Yeah. And leaving, of course. Oh, well, yeah, I meant on the pitch. Yes. Um, look, I'm going to give him a one out of ten. Yeah, because. The fact that he scored made up for the horrendous error he made against Wrexham. So, like, yeah, he, he, I think, probably should have retired in the summer. Uh, Dave? 
six. He's getting better. Maybe five. Five. Yeah, I think a five is about right. And it's another one where Zoe would give him a ten. Yeah, she would. She loves him. Yes. Um, Sturkey. I'd say a good solid six and a half, seven. Yeah, I'd give him a six and a half. I think seven may be pushing it, but I think six and a half is fair. Uh, Ross Tierney loves cornflakes. Yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah, that was bizarre. I don't think he's been as good as Stark, so I'm going to go with a six. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Draper. Eight, nine. I think a nine. Yeah. Nine, I yeah. That's all you can ask from him. Um, Ote, not really seen much of him. I'd yeah, I think that's going to have to be an NA for the time being. You reckon an NA? Ooh. Yeah, we just haven't seen enough of him. Right. I think that is all of the summer signings we had. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we can really uh, new do... players. Look, I don't think we can really not... do the new new players yet, because yeah. we've not... Yeah, I have Mo Fall, Adeboyega, Rit Down, Weir, you know, isn't even at the club at the moment... Jealous is injured already, which is you know good news. Um, yeah, I think I, I don't think he's going to be out long, yeah. though. No, no, but by the sounds of it, it's like a week or two, so he'd be better. Yeah, soon. look, and then I think we'll, we'll, I'm gonna have a quick calculation and see who is the uh, you know, who's our five best and worst, but I think we should do you manage. do that while I have a quick, quick little moment with the listeners. Yeah, go for it. So we uh, we are delighted to say that. Uh, our episode with Jimmy O'Connor has done obviously unbelievably well. We're very thankful of everyone's uh, comments and reviews and, and all of that. We we have also, Harley, I didn't tell you this before, we've now got 50 reviews on Spotify and we're averaging a 4.9, which to my belief, from what I can see, has been 49 five stars and one four star. Come on. Um, so yeah, please just where possible, wherever you get your podcasts, just keep giving us the as good a reviews as you can. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And just if you can, just do us a massive favour and share the pod around. There's people that you know that haven't heard of us, then please do just let them let them know. Pass it around. Be be nice. Be generous with us. And yeah, we will continue to try and get more guests on i think we've had a couple of requests come through uh, recently harley so that's gonna be fun yeah yeah uh who are the requests oh well, i can't say because if we don't if we don't get them then i don't want to i don't want to like put names out there yeah fair enough um right so i've got i've got the five best so far so coming okay. in at a a 9.5 as liam bennett yeah uh, we've got three nines, uh, Freddie Draper, Carl Rushworth, Manny Month. Yeah. And an 8.5 in Liam Gordon. I, I read all those out again, if we, if we're four of them low knees. So Liam Bennett. Yeah. Draper. Yeah. Two loans. Rushworth. Yeah. Month. Okay, three lineys, two arrow. Yes. Right. Rob, talk to me about managers and how you'd rate them while I, ca- while I calculate Ooh. the worst players. Jeez. Right. So we started with Bark, who was for me a solid five. 
Um, I when he went, it was very okay. Take who he went to out of it, it was a very meh, like he he done all. Right. I wanted to like him more. Um, but yeah, he's he was a very meh. Um, so probably good for steadying the ship. Uh, who else? Then it was Taylor, who, God love him, but he was so stubborn. I think really can only get a two, two and a half based on, but then again, he did have that game at Port Vale. But that's, I, I'm going to go two and a half. Uh, he was followed by Flynn, who I would say is another, oh, is Flynn Black better than Clark? I don't think so. What's your view, Harley? Um, I don't think Flynn was better than Clark, personally. So I'm going to go for a four there. And Sadler. I think Sadler's done better than any of the managers so far in League Two. So I'm going to give him a six. Because I think, although he's had some really, like, drab performances, it's his first year in management, he's you can see what he's trying to do, I think, more than than the rest. Right. Is, that, is that enough stalling now for you to give out? Yeah, yeah your perfectly. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I'll start with the... So Matt Sadler would be the manager of the best five-a-side team, which, as yeah. we know, is uh, it's Freddie Draper, Liam Bennett, Gordon, Rushworth, and Month, which is actually quite a nice five-a-side team. That would work quite well. You'd have, you'd have Month holding... Yeah, you'd have two yeah. wing backs who could kind of play, get out wide, you know, and you know, bring the ball up the pitch. You've got Rushworth in goal, and then you've got Draper up top. Yeah. yeah. And then, so the worst five-a-side team, um, I think you've gone as the worst manager, was Matt Taylor, which is yeah. bang on he was. Now, the issue is here is that um, I think we're going to have to ag- agree to cut one of these, maybe give okay. him a slightly better rating, because I've got six zeros. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see what he can do. I think Prizibek has got to go five, in goal. He's got to go yeah. in goal. So the six, the five others are Rodney, Gaffney, Osseyor, Ash Taylor and Mills. Now, I feel like Ash Taylor has to be in there. You need, yeah, you need so does Yor. Yeah. So the, the, my Mills, issue is, Gaffney though, or Rodney. The strikers didn't, neither, none of the three of them scored, which for no. me means that they didn't contribute. Did Zach Mills contribute? That's what I'm now looking at because I, I can't even remember how many games he played. <laughs> Where is he now? Boston United. Wow. Um, Who is it between? I think. So, if you're saying that Prisbeck's in goal, Ossie yours up front, Ash Taylor is the defender, the two other so, positions you can have is between Rodney Gaffney and Zach Mills. Okay. I feel like Rodney's so, got to be in there for the culture. Who, sorry? Rodney. But then, okay, my, my the only thing is, Mills got one assist. <laughs> Okay, this is literally what I'm going down to now. Mills got one assist for us in nine games that he played. Gaffney 
and Rodney, I don't think, well, Rodney definitely didn't do anything. I'm now looking at whether Gaffney did. How has he played in a Champions League qualifier this season? Like, what is that? Like, that's just mental. Uh, right, we are. Get, oh, no, that's the wrong season. I was like, there's no way he scored that many for us. Was it? It was 1920 season, wasn't yes, it? 1920. Okay. He scored one goal and got two assists. Right. I feel like maybe that gives him. I, I At least say he did something. Maybe point one of a point. Which gets yeah, him out I think he's got. A, he's got to go for half point. a point. Oh, okay, so. Man. We're saying that the worst five-a-side team you can make out of these players. Prizzy Beck in goal. Ash Taylor is your your central defender. You're you know the one holding it down. Zach Mills is uh, probably going to be partnering him. Maybe going into midfield, and then you're going to have a two up top of uh, Rodney and actually no, we're going to have Ossie Yor and Rodney as your kind of your two. Yeah. Yeah. Now, look, listeners, this is our list, but I want to hear yours. So, you know, however you want to reply to us, probably best on Twitter, just at us and tell us your five, your best and worst five-a-side teams that you can make out of uh, current, you know, of these players. I tell you what, any, any, any era, give us oh, your... Oh, no, your... no, no, because then we're opening up a whole bag of worms. Since no, relegation... No, we... Do you want to do it since relegation? Because... If the listeners do it any era, they can do the research for us. We don't have to rate, um, but it's up to you, Rob. You're let's let's. I'll I'll back whatever you say. Do you want them to go off? Um, okay. Two? If you're ideally since relegation, because it's what we've done. But if you want to then add your ultimate worst, then we will accept both. Yes, I think it's the fair way of yeah, doing it. Yeah, you can uh, you can reply to one of our tweets. You can at us on um, Twitter or X. Um, however, you want to get in contact with us, and um, yeah, well, maybe on the next pod, or we'll just reply on Twitter. You know, whatever, and we'll 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 review them. Hmm. We will. And on that note, thank you all for listening. We've already done our share, subscribe, uh, plea. But we'll, we'll mention it again. Harley, thank you for that that section. Yeah, um, look, I hope I hope all the listeners enjoyed it. If you if you want more, you know, fun content, uh, I feel like I can now say that I am head of fun on the Yellow Ribbon podcast, <laughs> and um, I will come up with some more creative <laughs> stuff. If you do enjoy that, then uh, you know, like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is that you think you can do for the pod, do it and yeah. uh, just get sharing us and uh, I've also said on Twitter uh, if you can come up with a creative way of um, and I'm stealing this from the Peter Crouch podcast passing the pod you can come up with a creative way you'll get a shout out on one of the podcasts yes you will and that will be they will be compiled for the next one so that is it we will see you in a couple of weeks time thank you all <laughs>